ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലെസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് എബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ് കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഈസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് ദിസ് ഈസ് എ പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സൈസ് ഫേഴ്സ്ഡേ ലൈഫ് ഹോസ്റ്റഡ് ബൈ സായി പ്രകാശ് ആൻഡ് പ്രേം എവറി ഫേഴ്സ്ഡേ അറ്റ് സെവൻ തേർട്ടി പി എം ഓൺലി ഓൺ ഏഷ്യാ സ്ട്രീം ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സായ് ഗ്ലോബൽ ഹാർമണി ഇൻ ടുഡേസ് എപ്പിസോഡ് വിച്ച് വാസ് ഫേസ്റ്റ് ബ്രോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് ലൈഫ് ഓൺ ടെൻത് ഏപ്രിൽ ട്വൻറ്റി ഫോർട്ടീൻ ബ്രദർ യോമേഷ് ആൻഡ് The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 The clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 31st May 1990 Offering a humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet dear listeners this is prem from team radio sai welcoming you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nidhyasanam as always i have the company of brother sai prakash to co-host the show we also have a special guest with us to join us in this rumination of sami's discourses of the 1990 samako series so it is with great pleasure i invite brother vyomish he has been a student of sami's university and school he graduated in the year 98 currently he spends most of his time in prashantinilayam and uh, we are absolutely sure that he'll add a lot of value to this program because he does take swami's uh, message quite seriously and i've had extended discussions with him and that's one of the main reasons i've invited him for this program so on behalf of all of you i extend a very warm welcome to him to him sairam yamesh sairam prem so uh, we are in the 13th discourse in the series very intriguingly titled what is freedom and uh, i think we have maybe crossed the midway of the discourse but right. i'm not sure any of us here can answer what is freedom <laughs> but nevertheless it's been so exciting this discourse just like every other discourse in this whole series and uh, i think we're raring to go and see what swami has to tell but before that maybe sarprakash we would like to go through some of the points which swami has made we don't know what is freedom but we know that it cannot be enjoyed <laughs> because very clearly swami says anybody who is a part of the creation cannot have freedom <laughs> so he means in the sense as long as you are bound by the idea that you are a part of this creation rather than the fact to say that you are the creator <laughs> if you want to put it that way because swami is exactly trying to tell that all through the discourse that as long as you are still identifying yourself with the body and mind you cannot enjoy complete freedom in fact um, we have summarized the initial part of the discourse a couple of times but when you go to what swami spoke last time it was very subtle in the sense he said um, you have money with you mm-hmm. and you think you have the freedom to give it to somebody but that is not freedom because you are under the influence of the sattvic guna <laughs> so <laughs> he says you are under the influence of the gunas you are not free from the gunas so because of sattvic guna you are that is influencing you to give so a rajasik guna may influence you to uh, get angry with somebody a tamasik guna may uh, influence you to be jealous of somebody or any of this qualities so he says still you are bound i mean it's very very subtle here very clearly he says you are not bound by the gunas you in your original state are not limited by the gunas yeah and it's very intriguing that swami has used the term freedom mm-hmm. to catch the attention of all the youth because currently the youth are totally being exposed to ideas of abundance richness correct, correct. you know and they they in the search and the pursuit of freedom set out where they start living a life mm-hmm. chasing an illusion a mirage which actually gives them a false notion of freedom but the moment they reach there mm. they realize that the freedom is eluding them and that's exactly as brother sai prakash uh, cited swami's example of even charity 
Correct. if you are inspired by a noble ideal which makes you feel that you have the freedom hmm. is still eluding you <laughs> so what is this freedom you know <laughs> no but uh, what you pointed out is very interesting because there is a thin line between what the youngsters today are trying to get yeah. you know are they behind freedom or are they behind happiness? happiness they think that they are happy by going out at night and you know breaking all rules and you know speeding off at yeah. high speeds at night and you know i have the freedom and i am very happy doing it but as you said over age they realize that is not uh, what uh, it is and more importantly what swami has uh, drawn attention to several times he says this age group of adolescents he says is very very important and i remember very clearly when swami mentioned that it is like a tender plantain leaf and he says in a tender plantain leaf you have items food, food items freshly served and that is like when somebody is in his prime of youth absolutely and um, at that time if you offer it to god he will take care of your entire life but then you offer it to different things so here in a sense you are offering your life to your gunas you are offering your life what the senses want and by the time you realize your body is weak and you're old yes. and uh, that is when you say god now you accept me <laughs> and swami very nicely said then god will think twice <laughs> <laughs> talking about freedom and putting it in context with what uh, swami said in the earlier discourse mm. a lot of discourses were given in this series emphasizing on controlling of the mind and controlling of the senses correct and if you look at an analogy which swami would give i'll go into it in detail after i mention it swami says of driving a car you know swami would say when would you be trusted with a car when you have learned how to drive it mm-hmm when you know how to drive it then people will allow you to take a car outside on your own mm. and uh, swami would often say that uh, controlling the senses is like knowing how to drive a car mm-hmm. when you know how to drive a car mm. it doesn't mean the car is in the garage mm. it means you know to take it in the road where it's crowded and you know to drive it safely correct so swami would say similarly controlling one senses does not mean shutting out of the world mm. does not mean closing your eyes or closing your ears to the sound outside but being in it and you having the choice of what to hear what not to hear what mm. to do what not to do so some you say controlling senses is like having the ability to control a car you know how fast to go you know how slow to go you know to turn left when you want to turn left in that context coming to freedom you know there swami said yeah if you know to control all these you are given the freedom mm. but in this discourse swami says you are given a freedom mm. but still there are some regulations mm. so you are not free not the question of regulations he says you are under the influence of like you are under the influence you are not free from your gunas you are not free from your desires so the next point he says is anything that anybody does for the sake of personal benefit it signifies that he has desire for that thing so you are you are bound by your desires you are bound by your gunas so uh, obviously you are not free from them you are right. under them you are under their influence and uh, this is really a very amazing point because it's so subtle and uh, swami would say in many of his discourses he says swetcha swetcha freedom but what kind of freedom you should experience he says you sh- people want to experience animal freedom <laughs> and then swami redefines swetcha swa ichcha that is the desire of the atman and uh, atman is desireless so what desire can atman have <laughs> the the only thing that you can happen is you identify yourself with the atman and at that point you are there is nothing else you are really not under the influence of anything <laughs> so that's what it is and then of course swami goes on into a, a lengthy part where he's, he speaks about the spiritual heart the true heart correct and how it is different from the physical heart and swami goes on to say how all decisions are made in the heart i mean i, I even as i go through this point i'm reminded of a science spies message which we sent out just a couple of days back mm-hmm. where swami makes a very beautiful point the difference between pravritti and nivritti mm-hmm. where swami says pravritti is how a thing is supposed to be done mm-hmm. and the technicalities of it the physical ground uh, uh, details of it but mm-hmm. nivritti is with what feeling you have to do it okay and then swami says that feeling comes from the heart mm. and swami says that heart is actually ayodhya mm-hmm. because he says when you say ayodhya it means ayodhya mm. where there is no conflict mm. and swami goes on to say all conflict all confusion all 
differences mm. is only in the head mm. the heart there are no differences the heart will always give you the right one option which is available that's why atma rama right, swami says swami, exactly swami <laughs> says that is why the heart is called ayodhya mm. and the one who rules over ayodhya is called atma rama and that mm. is called rama rajyam correct <laughs> it's and uh, i think as you mentioned earlier uh, there is this whole spiritual connotation to entire ramayana right, where right. everything has an inner significance and you know it's all connected <laughs> maybe we should take it up sometime later but uh, coming back to this freedom there was another point which swami made towards the end of the clip which we played last time mm-hmm. he said um, everything is a manifestation of what is inside you already he says um if uh, you are able to do uh, anything you are able to achieve anything it is because that thing is already inside you mm-hmm. and how true it is because when we uh, go and speak to some of the realized souls and um, you know even saints and holy men they have not spent hours sitting and reading the scriptures or upanishads but they freely quote from it neither have they spent uh, years reading all the encyclopedias but they know it on the tip of their fingers and um, i mentioned this before in the series but i don't mind repeating it when we had gone to badrinath mm-hmm. we went and met uh, one young uh, sanyasi called uh, mauni baba mm-hmm. so he was giving talks and i asked him this question i asked him uh, how much time do you spend in reading mm-hmm. uh, have you read the bhagavad gita have you read the upanishads have you read how, how do you uh, get this wisdom from where do you get and in fact he is called mauni baba because he has just kept the vrat of silence he has kept silence for uh, more than what 12 to 15 years and uh, his guru is mahatwar baba ji and he has come to puttaparthi he has had darshan of swami mm-hmm. swami has blessed him and all that but i asked him this question how do you uh no i mean have you spent time reading and he says no he says when you reach a particular state the knowledge of the entire creation just opens up to you <laughs> and he says when you are in that state the entire knowledge opens up to you and you can like accessing a hard disk <laughs> hard disk accesses data and if you are a 7200 rpm hard disk <laughs> you can access it faster than a 5400 rpm hard disk so he says we just get access to the entire um, so more and more we are driven to the idea that uh, there are different bodies in one collective mind right <laughs> Uh, even as Swami was making that point last time, I was reminded. I think it was year nineteen seventy-two or seventy-three. Mm-hmm. That was the first summer course. And interestingly, Swami said the first summer course should be held on the Vedas and Upanishads. Okay. And Swami said, if you want to talk about Indian culture seriously, mm. you have to talk about the Vedas and Upanishads. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first few discourses of that series, Swami started quoting from. the various bashims which were written by indian philosophers indian commentators then went on to speak about what max muller has to say keith has to say mm-hmm. and a few other western philosophers whom you've never heard of mm. and swami is quoting from their works mm-hmm. and after that discourse uh, dr bhagwantam who was translating it mm-hmm. you know he it seems went up to swami and he said uh, Uh, Swami, was it Dr. Bhagwan? I'm sorry, I think it Gokak. is it was Dr. Gokak, Gokak, who was uh, in the Vice mm. Chancellor of the Bangalore University then, mm. who later became the Vice Chancellor of Swami's University, mm. the first Vice Chancellor. He went up to Swami and he said, "Swami, we have never seen you reading books. When did you read all this?" <laughs> <laughs> Because typically, I'm sure they would have spent a uh, good part of the day with Swami. He said, "Swami, mm. when did you read all this?" Mm. And Swami's reply was. Mm. I don't have the bad habit of reading books. <laughs> <laughs> At least in one aspect I'm similar to Swami. I don't read books as well. <laughs> and Swami said I don't have the bad habit of reading books. Mm. And then Swami went on to explain mm. the human mind. Swami did not say the divine mind. Swami said the human mind mm-hmm. and the human brain has different knowledge points. Okay. And if you have the ability to silence your thoughts mm-hmm. and tap that particular knowledge point, mm-hmm. you can get all knowledge pertaining to that field. wow and mm. uh, typically what swami was telling here he said every aspect of learning every uh, field of knowledge is actually accessible to every human being mm. correct <laughs> and uh, so basically it comes back to the fact that he says everything is within you right and when you are in constant identification with your true self everything that is inside you gets reflected or is just expressed when it has to be like nisagdat maharaj always says that person is asking him what is the difference you are sitting in front of me i am talking to you 
I am talking to you and you are talking to me. What is the difference? He says, the difference is you think you are talking. For me, talking happens. <laughs> I, I perceive talking happening and I perceive that answering is happening. Then you open up to the entire uh, knowledge base that's available in the creation. So, I think we should go to the first clip for today okay. and see what Swami has to say. This manasika vruttulanu arikattu kotame sadhana. Controlling the tendencies of the mind is the sadhana. Sarvamu niyande untunnadi. You, everything is within you. Dhaninek Krishnudu Arjunu kopadeshan chesindi. This is what Krishna taught Arjuna. Arjuna, niyu puttuna pudu vilivijja chiri idu niku. Arjuna, when you are born, did you know no when you were born did you learn all these skills all these skills and education you learned gradually over a period of time these are all not learned the only thing is, all those things which are already there within you have manifested themselves in you. Arjuna, you consider Dronacharya has taught you archery. Dronacharya Dronacharya has not taught you any education. All that Dronacharya did was to bring it out of you what was already in you. No master, no powerful man would be able to bring out anything which you do not have in you. Whether it is uh, by, I mean, whether it is joy or sorrow, all of them do exist within us. We have dug a well. After going 100 feet deep, you have got water. Have you brought out that water? Water was already there. All that you have done is you have removed the mud. Which was between water and you. You have not created water there. Arjuna, you have forgotten the divine power which is in you. What is the reason why you have forgotten? Because you have identified yourself with the physical body, you have forgotten your divine power. Whether it is divinity, sacredness, unsacredness, sorrow or joy, all of them are within us. If you say that you have got this on account of your freedom, it is not free will, it is your own capacity to do. When you say you have free will, there is no meaning. There is only one free will. And that is the state of heart. It is always there. This is not something which comes once and goes away at another time. As long as man has got these mental feelings, he will be having all these kind of uh, experiences. Therefore, you will have to just get the freedom of the heart and not freedom of this mind. Sampath said, Sampath said, A student said, I am going to ask a question, I am going to ask a question, I am going to ask a question, I am going to ask a question. 
that a student sitting in a particular physical posture and putting a question and getting an answer has he has that right ee swatantram ani cheppadaniki akkada veeru kaadu it is not real freedom teliyinatvanti vishayanni telusukovataniki prayatninchadu he has tried to know what he did not ee prayatninchetunte vidhanamlo kudanu taanu adigeetunte yokka paddhatini kudanu kontha varaku maarchukovali he has to make some changes in the way that he puts the question vinaya vinayathalnu puraskarinchukoni in tune with humility and obedience taanu sariyenaatundi sthitigathalnu puraskarinchukoni and he should be in a proper posture prashninchatamlo kudunu oka nibandhana untundadi he has to put question this is the proper rule prashne adagatamu daniki jawab teesukotamu idi swatantram anukuntunnam idi swatantram kaadu putting a question and getting a reply is not ee vidya vidhanamlo undinatundi nibandhanam this is the rules and regulations ni kartavyam adi it is your duty కర్తవ్యమునకు స్వాతంత్రమునకు వ్యత్యాసం ఉంటుండాలి దేర్ ఇస్ ఎ డిఫరెన్స్ బిట్వీన్ వన్స్ డ్యూటీ దీనికి మూడు రకాలు ఎంపిటి ఉంటుండాలి దేర్ ఆర్ 3 టైప్స్ ఒకటి స్వాతంత్రమని ఉంటుండాలి వన్ ఇస్ స్వాతంత్రం ఫ్రీడమ్ దీనిని ఒకటి నిబంధన వన్ ఇస్ రెస్పెక్ట్ కర్తవ్యము అనదర్ ఇస్ డ్యూటీ ఒకటి స్వాతంత్రం అన్నాం the third one is freedom aithe ee mudintiki undinatundi vyathyasam emiti what is the difference between these three things ippudu oka sunday vachindi let us say that there was a sunday na friends nandanni pilichi nenu ee naadu tea party pettala anukunnavu you wanted to just arrange for a tea party aa naadu 4 gantalaki anni airport chestunnavu you have made all arrangements for the same హై టెంపరేచర్ వచ్చింది యూ గాట్ వెరీ హై టెంపరేచర్ ఆన్ ద డే అప్పుడు తక్షణమే ఈ ఫ్రెండ్స్ కంతా ఫోన్ చేస్తావు దెన్ యూ ఫోర్స్ యువర్ ఫ్రెండ్స్ నాకు టెంపరేచర్ చాలా అధికంగా ఉంటుంది ఈనాడు టీ పార్టీ నేను మానుకుంటున్నానన్నాడు ఐఎమ్ హ్యావింగ్ హై టెంపరేచర్ ఐ క్యాన్సల్ టుడేస్ టీ పార్టీ ఇది స్వాతంత్రము దిస్ ఈజ్ అనుకుంటున్నాం యూ ఇష్టమైతే పెట్టుకోవచ్చు ఇష్టం లేకపోతే మానుకోవచ్చు you consider this this as a freedom because you can have it if you like you can cancel it if you so like you office lo untunnav you are working in an office akkada akkada kuda nu adhikanga temperature vachindi you develop high temperature when you are ade naade mee director nee office nu visit chestunnadu on the same day your director was scheduled to visit your office nee appudu leave teesukotaniki veelu kaadu you don't have it is not possible for you to apply edo konni maatralaina veskoni doctor degirkaina poi konni injections aina teesukoni aa jaram tone nee office poye teerali you approach a doctor take some medicine and with fever continuing you go to the office idi nirbandham this is restriction modat idi sambandham the first one is sambandham relationship moodavadi kartavyam the third one is nirbandham sambandham kartavyam ee moodinti yokka vyathyasanni manam chakkaga gurtinchali we have to understand the relationship between the restriction the type of relationship and the type of compulsion which you edo konni kaaranala valla intilo bharya bhartalu konta potladukunnaru on account of some incidents there is a fight between husband and wife in the home at home ఈ కోపం చేత భర్త ఆమెను రెండు కొట్టాడు బీయింగ్ ఎన్రీ ఈ హస్బెండ్ హిట్ వైఫ్ ఆమె ఏడ్చుకుంటూ బెడ్రూమ్ పోయి పండుకుంది వంట చేయలేదు షీ డిడ్ నాట్ కుక్ ఫుడ్ దట్ డే షీ వెంట్ ద బెడ్రూమ్ అండ్ షీ వాస్ క్రైంగ్ పురుషుడు డ్రాయింగ్ రూమ్ లో కూర్చున్నాడు ది మ్యాన్ ఆఫ్ ద హౌస్ హీ వాజ్ ఇన్ ద డ్రాయింగ్ రూమ్ చాలా కోపంగా ఉన్నాడు he was in a highly enraged mood vishayamato vachinatundi kopam okati aakal cheta vachinatundi kopam marokati ee rendu cheri thanu chaala restless ga untunnadu aa samayaniki taginatte oka friend ochadu just at that moment a friend arrived friend ochinatapudiki navutu navutu hello 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 come on come on annadu the moment friend entered with a smile he welcomed him hello hello come in chaman cheppadu 
he asked him to take his seat kaani friend degara hello 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 come on anchepin chaala navutu chaala haasyanga thanu utsahanga maatladtu atantho kaalamnu gadipi lobula poyadu na friend ochadu coffee chey annadu kopanga he received the friend with enthusiasm and cheerfulness asked him to be seated went into the inside room and asked her with anger now prepare coffee bharyato కోపంగా ఉన్నాడు ఫ్రెంట్ తో ఆనందంగా ఉన్నాడు హీ వాజ్ యాంగ్రీ విత్ వైఫ్ ఫ్రెండ్ తో ఆనందంగా ఉన్నది భార్యకు తెలియకూడదు భార్యతో కోపంగా ఉన్నది ఫ్రెండ్ కు తెలియకూడదు హిజ్ ఫ్రెండ్ షుడ్ నాట్ నో దట్ హీ వాజ్ యాంగ్రీ విత్ వైఫ్ హిజ్ వైఫ్ షుడ్ నాట్ నో హీ వాజ్ ఫ్రెండ్లీ విత్ ఫ్రెండ్ ఇది కర్తవ్యం దిస్ ఈజ్ ది డ్యూటీ సో దట్ వాజ్ ఎ క్లిప్ అండ్ ఐ థింక్ దర్ డిస్టింక్ట్లీ టూ పార్ట్స్ ఇన్ దట్ క్లిప్ Mm-hmm. the first one was where swami continued with that uh, idea that everything that is to be known is actually within you correct and swami gave the example of uh, the dialogue between krishna and arjuna you know as swami is speaking so amazing it feels so authentic you know swami is telling krishna to arjuna look here <laughs> and when swami speaks in first person <laughs> it was so amazing i was just struck by that you know, so authentic as just as swami would have told arjuna at that point in time but um, again the same message and that's what swami would often say even when he uses that word educare mm-hmm. you say that true knowledge is that which brings it from within whatever knowledge is and also that uh, i think famous one liner joke mm-hmm. which is said that mm-hmm. i was born a genius okay <laughs> education spoiled me <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know uh, one more thing which comes to my mind is um, when we are talking to swami and when we have we had the opportunity to live with swami and um be with him you know there is one uh, strange feeling or i would say it's just an experience of devotees that if you have swami in your life like if you are in touch with swami and if you have swami in your life you have to give your entire life to him and if you open up your life to swami he is going to get into your life to the last detail and then he will guide you at every step but you should accept him and you should accept what he says whether it is liked by you or not liked by you correct right so the moment you accept swami and the moment you say that yes you are a part of my life i, I accept you you have to accept him completely so that's what swami would say part time devotion part time bhakti you cannot have that and that is so similar with uh, the atma as well like uh, he says when we go through these concepts he says if you are devoted to the atma and if you are constantly contemplating on that there cannot be even one second when you are away from it you have to accept it completely so just as you have to accept swami completely in the physical realm and when swami was here and then because there are so many families for which uh, to whom swami has you know given the smallest uh, advice and people are there who won't do anything without swami's advice similarly in a spiritual life everything has to be passed through the atman <laughs> i think that's a point which uh, there's an in- another interesting point that swami is uh, probably bringing up by this example okay in which uh, he's saying that everything is in you right so mm-hmm. whether it is good bad happiness sadness you know any kind of thing like that every emotion is within you that everything within right. you and mm-hmm. this is uh, you know very interesting that swami used to say when you point fingers just see that there are the other three fingers pointing back at you mm-hmm. and uh, many times we look at the world outside trying to look around us why are these people causing this to me mm-hmm. but generally it's just the mind of ours that is causing the same uh, things that we are looking outside you know and he brings it out very well by it's it's the arjuna drona example and the water digging example right. also and probably he again anchors it to freedom by saying that it's not going to be the mind it's going to be the heart heart and something very uh, beautifully put by swami w- right at the beginning of the discourse where he says the real heart has no connection with any particular place time individual country correct it's a divine principle which is present in all persons at all times in all places in all countries and the heart has no form 
so kind mm-hmm. of he takes you to a blank space mm-hmm. into a meditative silence and just reaches you to a point where you kind of feel the freedom that he's talking about so one at one end he's taking you through an example where he's showing the example of a guru sishya and the sishya trying to get all the attributes and then telling that everything exists in you then an example of boring in and trying to get water you know probably something that's already in you and then also saying that in the process if you see all the turmoil that you see is actually in your mind that's happening that is something which is very difficult to accept when you first are introduced to that idea mm-hmm. now when you have a certain dislike for some quality mm-hmm. or uh, let us say that uh, we don't like corruption or we don't like somebody being dishonest correct somebody comes and tells you that actually it is because it's in you <laughs> <laughs> that is right. it's so difficult an idea to get over i don't know in in a three session swami uh, made this point he said when you look at another person and mm-hmm. say that you know that person has this quality which i don't like mm-hmm. swami said you take my word for it mm-hmm. within t- a few days you yourself will recognize that quality in you okay yes. you will see mm-hmm. that quality you know showing up mm. and swami said also take my word that the more you look at another person and say that this quality this ideal quality i like mm. you will see that quality appearing in you beautiful i remember one three session in which swami actually spoke about uh, the the pandavas and the kauravas and he gave an example of uh, yudhishthira and and duryodhana and swami said uh, you know yudhishthira was sent to find a bad person and he correct, could not correct. find anyone in the entire <laughs> kingdom because mm. what you see unless and until like mahatma gandhi said you know unless and until you have it in you you would not be able to identify it in someone else and uh, similarly when duryodhana went he couldn't find anybody righteous you know he could find only people <laughs> he like felt him. he was the only righteous one yeah. <laughs> so that was an amazing example you know talking about hridayam swami and freedom mm-hmm. <laughs> just just a thought has come to my mind we have come to understand a little bit of the state in which swami lived amongst us in that physical frame and i would say that is one of perfect love all the time 100% spontaneous love and when swami says only in that state of hridayam and he says that is the all pervasive love and that is the state of hridayam atma he says all are one you know just this thought comes to me yes swami was 100% having that freedom because if he wanted to materialize something he could just do it <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted to do anything he was the one who had 100% freedom he was in that constant state of freedom because because every desire or every you know what i would say an urge for action was based on truth on based on love his action itself was based on love if he wanted to give you know that was based on 100% love so he had the freedom if he wanted to materialize something it would just happen the five elements would come together and he would be able to do it he was the one who lived with 100% freedom and taking it from where you where you said he actually gave that freedom to everyone correct because just in his mere presence we felt the freedom correct i mean we would come with uh, probably there were devotees sitting in the lines who had physical ailments who had troubles in the families and here they would come in the presence of somebody who is god who's residing in that having control over all the five elements and by mere darshan mm. just the act of looking at god everything would just melt away into the happiness and bliss the raptures of ecstasy that we used to very see. true i i hope nobody tried materializing when they were so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but uh, i'm just extending the logic a little bit further i would really think that um, that's why we hear that many sages and saints were also able to materialize things because the moment they touch uh, base uh, with that state of absolute freedom automatically things happen because their every action is a spontaneous action based on love but so, you know having said that swami mm-hmm. enjoyed complete freedom mm. innumerable other times when swami would come and say hum kya kar sakta hai and actually he meant it you know when yeah, he would yeah. say that your time is not good or mm. he would say that no it is not right you know those are the times when you say that swami you can do anything 
I am bound by time and space, but you are not. Yeah. You should be able to do it. But mm. you know, that's the beauty. Like uh, I was just thinking of it. Like today, mm. we are all wearing whites. Mm. It is a conscious choice which we made. Correct. Not once do we feel that oh, I don't have the freedom to wear anything else. Mm. We don't feel like that because I have made this choice for myself. So we see that this is the freedom which I have taken to wear whites. Correct. So similarly, Swami never saw that. you know those restrictions of time the restrictions of no this is not good for you this no. is not good for you swami never saw it as a restriction because it exactly. was a choice that he has made because mm. the system was made by him very true and also pointing back to swami's physical frame the restrictions that he imposed on himself right but it never came out as restrictions he was in a state of complete freedom although his room was so small and he lived in such a small room for so many years and then um, he had so many restrictions he could not come out and even take a walk <laughs> i mean if swami came out to have a walk so he would walk inside his room this is what swami himself has told he says if i put on the light devotees think oh swami has got up swami has got up he says i never slept but i never put on the light <laughs> so he would just so he self imposed so many restrictions quote and quote restrictions on his physical frame but he was in the complete state of freedom all the time <laughs> that's uh, that's all we can uh, discuss then he goes on to this beautiful uh, expansion of this freedom and he says sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam <laughs> and what lovely examples <laughs> <laughs> right you know that's the beauty the first example which swami gives mm. swami is actually talking about freedom swami is saying that he has the freedom to cancel or schedule a, a party mm. but you know having said that that's why swami is calling it a relationship Mm. sambandham in essence means a relationship mm. like suppose you have a relationship of a of of friendship mm. the same amount of freedom that you take with that person mm. you are supposed to give to that person mm. so if you look at it from the point of view of the guests who were invited mm. they did not have the freedom of choice correct they could not have forced it on him saying that right. come what may no, you no, have no, you, to uh, we don't care you're yeah. sick or otherwise we have to have the party because correct. you promised us mm. so a relationship of friendship is actually a quasi freedom Mm. you think that you have freedom choice but you are even bound by the other person's choices very true very true yeah and actually he he is so, so on the mark i mean he doesn't allow a iota of doubt to come in okay. he just pinpoints you mm. know when uh, he quotes professor sampath mm. saying that uh, you mm. know a student you know just asking should have the freedom of asking a question it's that at that instant swami just catches mm. and previously also the stick example which swami gives you know just mm. turning he he doesn't want this word to be loosely used exactly because you know in the entire connection of the discourse he really is wants us to get the the uh, meaning of the term freedom and then he starts uh, elucidating it by these three terms like sambandham nirbandham and uh, kartavyam you know there was a very beautiful clip i saw taken mm-hmm. by one of the students when swami was in kodaikanal and um, it's not a very pleasant thing to say what swami actually told in the clip okay. but in a sense it is the truth and uh, swami as he is satya sai baba and he speaks the truth all the time <laughs> but it was uh, it was just a casual moment and swami is standing and this boy was uh, kind of sitting right below swami Okay. so he's uh, the image was all looming in the shot mm. and swami is just there is that famous um, uh, you know railing between the gents and ladies side right. in sai shruti so swami is having his hands on for people who have seen photographs of sai shruti they'll understand he's just leaning on the railing and he's saying kitna dukh deta hai boys kitna dukh deta hai so you can see the pin drop silence and then swami is saying Swami is always giving 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 love 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 but boys are always taking taking and giving me only dukh giving me only kitna dukh sadness giving me only so he was actually telling it in hindi full thing but then after that he made a statement which was you know absolutely earth shattering and swami said chapati malum hai tumko chapati then somebody said yes swami <laughs> kaisa karta hai chapati aisa 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 he said you flipping just flip it over it you flip the chapati this way that way to just cook it he says if i want i can turn the whole world upside down 
he said agar if i want sara duniya ko aisa aisa kar sakta hai so in his sweet hindi swami was actually telling that but then he made the next statement which is all the more he said but that is not my there was a pause nature right <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful it was such a casual moment swami standing there he said that is not my nature so in this particular clip you know he has the freedom he is constantly in that state of freedom to do anything at any time but he said that is not my nature <laughs> in fact that is uh, that's a lovely example actually showing that you know swami demonstrating what freedom actually is correct you know generally we have the the false misconception that mm. freedom means being able to do everything and i think all through even during the discourse swami is just trying to say that if you're coming from that point it's mm. the freedom that you have at the level of the mind right. mm. where you're still trying to uh, th- there is pain happiness pleasure and you know the beauty about swami is like prem also said previously you know he lets it happen to himself also correct and lets it happen to us also like a, you know a perfect zen master allowing mm. us to go through the entire experience so that we can just you know mm. blossom into what he wants us to be again as we mentioned earlier in geeta krishna says name parthasti kartavyam trishulokeshu kinchana nana vaptam avaptavyam vartayevacha karmani he says i am not bound by any action or duty in all the three worlds yet i choose to act yet i choose to act to set an example <laughs> and uh, there is another discourse in which there is a clip where very beautifully swami says i want nothing i don't want anything i i need na- in fact this discourse was given in sanskrita sadhanam in bangalore okay. when swami had gone to inaugurate it and he says avatars when they come they don't need anything from anybody but he pretends to have Desire. desires to give an opportunity to you to be able to do service to be able to express that love even as you were saying that mm. uh, swami said kitna dukh deta hai in mm. <laughs> this one mm. i have remembered how many times in a discourse swami had said mm. you know give me something which i don't have mm. and swami would say give me your worries because <laughs> i have no worries you know in that sense swami mm. is telling give me your dukh <laughs> he says i don't know right. how how worry is what is worry because mm. essentially if you look at it you know uh, mm. some of the psychiatrists say this mm. that those who are in a state of depression those who are gone within themselves because of depression or because of worry mm. they don't want to give their worry away oh they clutch because, on to it right, there on. is a sense of relish in that uh, mm. feeling bad for themselves and yes. self sympathy mm. and that is what chami said give me your worries mm. and I, i think somewhere deep within we all had the fear that our worries would go away and we'll become normal like others exactly <laughs> i mean it's it's a very oh. profound thought that you shared prem what would i be without my worry right <laughs> would i still continue to be this vyomesh thakkar hmm. that people talk about or hmm. would i just not exist with all the worries that i have As, you know that's what worry and fear we say that's what uh, the moment you are able to give out that fear factor as very important and uh, it's all interconnected and how every action that swami did showed that spontaneous love right because uh, it's all coming from the source i think we should just go to the next clip and okay. see how swami is taking this theme further yeah sure ee nadu sambandhamu poyindi today the relationship is lost nirbandhamu poyindi the restrictions and the rules are also ee kartavyam antakante kanipinchatam ledhi and duty is not existing even for sample ఇదే ధర్మ నాశనము ఇదే ధర్మ జ్ఞాని అన్నారు దిస్ ఈజ్ ది డిక్లైన్ ఆఫ్ ధర్మ అండ్ వారితో పోటాడినటువంటి వ్యక్తి డ్రాయింగ్ రూమ్ లో ఉంటే ఫ్రెండ్ వచ్చి అని అంటే వాడు ఏమిటో ఈ ఫ్రెండ్ కి పిచ్చి పట్టింది అనుకుంటాడు జస్ట్ బికాస్ ఎ పర్సన్ విత్ హిజ్ వైఫ్ సమయస్ఫూర్తిగా మన యొక్క భావములు కానీ మన యొక్క చర్యలను కానీ మార్చుకునేటువంటి విధానమే సంబంధం ద రియల్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ రిలేషన్షిప్ ఈస్ that he should know the the demands of the time and circumstance and adjust himself and behave properly that ee vidhamainatundi charyallo manam teesukunte nirbandhamu sambandhamu kartavyamu ee moodinti endukonu manavulu swatantram ledhu if you correctly understand in all these three states of restriction samajakam yokka 
స్థితిగతులను పురస్కరించుకొని మన ప్రవర్తనలు మనం మార్చుకుంటున్నాం వీ అడ్జస్ట్ అవర్ ఓన్ బిహేవియర్ డిపెండింగ్ అపాన్ ది కంపల్షన్స్ ఆఫ్ సర్కమ్స్టాన్సెస్ కనుక మనకు నిజమైన స్వాతంత్రం ఏంటంటే ఆత్మస్థాయే స్వాతంత్రము అవర్ రియల్ ఫ్రీడమ్ నీవు ఆత్మభావాన్ని లక్ష్యమందుకొని నువ్వు ఏ కార్యమైనా చేయి నువ్వు తప్పక స్వాతంత్రంగా ఉంటుంటావు వాట్ ఎవర్ వర్క్ యూ వాంట్ టు డూ యూ కెన్ డూ ఇట్ ప్రొవైడెడ్ యూ కీప్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ ఇన్ ఇండివిజువల్ ఫ్రీడమ్ అని కానీ స్పిరిచువల్ అనేటువంటిది కానీ రెండు వేరువేరుగా లేవు స్పిరిచువాలిటీ అండ్ ఇండివిజువల్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆర్ నాట్ సపరేట్ ఫ్రమ్ ఈ ఆధ్యాత్మికమే స్వాతంత్రము స్వాతంత్రమే ఆధ్యాత్మికం స్పిరిచువాలిటీ ఇస్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఇస్ స్పిరిచువాలిటీ ఇవి రెండు వేరుగా ఉండడానికి వీలు కాదు ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ పాసిబుల్ టు కీప్ దమ్ సపరేట్ ఇది ఎట్లా ఉంటుండదనగా ఒకే పదార్థం యొక్క అనేక భిన్న స్వరూపాన్ని ధరించింది ఇట్ ఈస్ లైక్ ద సేమ్ ఆబ్జెక్ట్ టేకింగ్ డిఫరెంట్ ఫార్మ్స్ పాలు ఉన్నాయి దేర్ ఇస్ మిల్క్ పాలు పెరుగు చేసుకున్నాము యో కర్డ్ ఇట్ పెరుగును చిలికినాము యో చర్న్డ్ ఇట్ వెన్న వచ్చింది మజ్జిగి నిలిచింది దేర్ ఈస్ బటర్ మిల్క్ పాలుగా ఉండినటువంటిది పెరుగుగా కావటము వెన్నగా కావటము మజ్జిగ్గా కావటం ఇన్ని రూపాలు చెందింది ద మిల్క్ హ్యాస్ గాట్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ ట్రాన్స్ఫార్మ్ ఇన్ టు బటర్ మిల్క్ బటర్ కర్డ్స్ అయితే ఇన్ని రూపంలో ఉండినటువంటిది పాలు ఒక్కటే బట్ ఆల్ దీస్ ఫార్మ్స్ ఆర్ డిఫరెంట్ బట్ మిల్క్ ఈస్ ద సేమ్ అదే విధంగానే ఇన్ ద సేమ్ వే సారోక్యం సారూప్యం సామీప్యం సాయుధ్యం ఈ నాలుగు కూడాను భిన్న భిన్నమైనటువంటి యొక్క రూపనామను ధరించింది కానీ నాలుగు చేరి ఒక్కటే ఇన్ ద సేమ్ వే సాలోక్యం సారూప్యం సామీప్యం సాయుధ్యం దీస్ ఆర్ ఫోర్ బట్ ఫోర్ నేటి ఒకటి స్టెప్స్ ఒక సోపానములు బట్ దీస్ ఆర్ ఆల్ ఫోర్ స్టెప్స్ సాలోక్యం సాలోక్యోకమది సాలోక్యం భగవత్ చింతన చేస్తున్నావు భగవత్ లోకం లివింగ్ ఇన్ ద వరల్డ్ ఆఫ్ భగవాన్ థింకింగ్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ భగవంతుని చింత చేస్తూ 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 ఏమైపోతుంది సామీప్యం స్వామిని చింత చేస్తూ స్వామికి దగ్గరగా పోవాలి అని ఒక ఆశ పడుతుంది as you constantly think of swami you feel like going closer to swami near to swami samipyam poyin tarvata swami tho hiking kavali ani oka sarupyani pondipothu swami vale undali ani aashistham after this samipyam are going closer you feel like getting swami's form ee sarupyam pondali ani aashinchin tarvata saayujyam kavali ani aashistham once you want get the feeling that you would like to have the same form of ivanni kudanu okadani yokka bhinna swarupam le kaani veru veru kaadu all these things are different forms of the same thing kanuka manavulaku ee bhautika jagatunandu swatantram unnadante idi kevalamu verri swatantram ane cheppochu ahankara swatantram ane cheppochu అభిమాన స్వాతంత్రం అని చెప్పచ్చు ద టైప్ ఆఫ్ వరల్డ్లీ ఫ్రీడమ్ దట్ వన్ ఎంజాయ్స్ ఇస్ ద ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆఫ్ ది ఈగో ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆఫ్ సమ్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ క్రేజ్ మ్యాడ్నెస్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆఫ్ నా బిడ్డ పైన నాకు స్వాతంత్రం ఉంటుండాలి నేను కొట్టవచ్చు తిట్టవచ్చు వెన్ యు సే దట్ దిస్ ఆర్ మై చిల్డ్రన్ యు గాట్ ద రైట్ టు బీట్ నా భార్య పైన నాకు స్వాతంత్రం ఉంది ఆమెను కొట్టవచ్చు తిట్టవచ్చు యూ మే హ్యావ్ యువర్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆన్ యువర్ వైఫ్ అండ్ దేర్ ఫోర్ యూ మే జస్ట్ చైడ్ హర్ ఆర్ యూ మే ఈవెన్ బీట్ హర్ ఇది కేవలం నీ భ్రాంతే కానీ నీకు అధికారం లేదు ట్రూలీ స్పీకింగ్ దిస్ ఓన్లీ యువర్ ఓన్ డెల్యూషన్ యూ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ ఎనీ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఆన్ దెమ్ మంచిని చెప్పవచ్చును మంచిని బోధించవచ్చు యూ కెన్ టెల్ సంథింగ్ గుడ్ అండ్ టీచ్ ఆల్సో సంథింగ్ గుడ్ కొట్టడము తిట్టడము నా స్వాతంత్రం అనుకోవటము ఇది కేవలం తెలివి తక్కువ పని చైడింగ్ అండ్ బీటింగ్ ఆర్ నాట్ ఫ్రీడమ్ నిజముగా మానవుడిగా ఉండినటువంటి వాడు మానవునిగా బ్రతకాలనుకుంటుంటే ఈ విధమైనటువంటి యొక్క అహంకార చర్యలు మానినప్పుడే మానవుడు మానవుడిగా ఉద్ధరిస్తాడు ఇఫ్ మ్యాన్ వాంట్స్ టు లివ్ యాజ్ ఎ హ్యూమన్ బీయింగ్ హిస్ బిహేవియర్ మస్ట్ బీ హ్యూమన్ అండ్ షుడ్ నాట్ బీ దిస్ నిజముగా నాకు స్వాతంత్రం ఉంది అని అనుకుంటే నీ ఇష్టమును నీకెంత స్వాతంత్రమో ఆమె ఇష్టమును కూడా ఆమెకు అంత స్వాతంత్రం కదా టూలీ స్పీకింగ్ యూ సే దట్ యు హ్యావ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ టు డూ ఎనిథింగ్ షీ హాస్ ఆల్సో ఫ్రీడమ్ టు డూ బయట వారి స్వాతంత్రం అనగదొక్కి తన స్వాతంత్రం పెంచుకోవాలనుకోవటం ఇది స్వార్థం కాదా 
is it not selfishness to try to suppress nijamaina swatantram anukunte emti baite vaari swatantram anuku addu tagrinatundi mana yokka swatantram real freedom is not to suppress someone else's freedom kanuka itti swatantramu lokamlo etti manavuluku kanipinchadu that kind of real freedom is not obtained with reference to any man evaraina galaadu chestunte police vaadu vachi patte chestadu kodtadu if there is some fight going on police people make idu na adhikaram undi idu na swatantram antadu he says that i have freedom therefore i am doing it kaani ataniki adhikaram kaadadi he doesn't have that power or authority tappapuru nirnayinchadame ataniki adhikaram he has the right to decide adi kuda nu atani adhikaram kaadu even that he doesn't have prabhutva yokka nibandhanu puraskarinchukoni thanu charistunnadu he is conducting himself as ee vidhanga okadaniki okati okadaniki okati okadaniki okati pai pai nu untuntam chethane evvaniki swatantram ledhu as people from lower ranks to the highest rank people are behaving like this therefore no one andarikante unnata sai endunnatundi vaadide nijamaina swatantram the one who occupies the highest state aithe ataniki mari rendavudu anetundi ledhu kanaka akkadu kuda swatantram anedi ledhu as there is no second entity at all he also does not have freedom kanuka ee vidhanga manam rendu vidhamulaga vicharinchinappudu lokamlo evvariki kuda swatantram ledhu if you think on these proper lines truly speaking nitya jeevithamlo individual freedom fundamental law ani rendinti manam anusaristhunnam but we are following individual freedom and fundamental law idi jeevanopadhi nimittamai aacharinchetundi cheriyalu these are for earning one's livelihood ivi undavalasindi there is need for these two ivi kaadani evaru kuda nu visarjinchadaniki veelu kaadu no one can give up these two road traffic nu anusarinchukoni manam prayanam cheyali observing the road traffic rules mai sanjay sahana cheppadu oka lady me middle road lopala nadustunnanu idi na swatantram anindi one person was uh, moving in the middle of the road sanjay sahani said and that person said that that person had freedom kaani adi swatantram kaadu that is not freedom government nirnayaliki viruddham jariginattu avutundi it is violating the rules of government aa viruddhanga jariginappudu government aina punishment isthundi e lari aina kotti punishment chestundi otherwise if one behaves like that either the government gives punishment or other people themselves kanuku dani tatpalthanni manam anubhavinchavalsi ostundi essentially one has to suffer ikkada kartruttamu bhaktuttamu anetundi swatantram lopala dani phalthanni kodanu manam anubhavinchavalsi ostundi if one accepts doership and enjoyership one has to suffer also the consequences of one's own actions jam packed clip <laughs> i don't know what to say what not to say but i think that uh, last point which swami made was very very profound yes where he said you might have the freedom to do what you want to do mm. but do you have the freedom to escape the consequence of that action mm. and you cannot do that you cannot escape the consequence of the action so far as there's you know the sense of doership and the sense of enjoyship when you accept the doership right. and when you think you are the doer you have to face the consequences you have to face the consequences that you which thinks that i am the doer that same you will face the consequence right, right. but right. Um, the clip he started i felt uh, was a very very powerful point he said dharma glani so yada yada hi dharma se glanir bhavati bhavarata and the reason why all avatars come when we talk of this decline of dharma decline of dharma here he says it is because people have not followed the sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam and how true it is <laughs> so he says there is a context there is a right time and there is a place and context where things have to be done and this is the moment this three are broken because of your own selfishness because of your own this thing and you think you have the freedom to break them that is the decline of dharma <laughs> i mean uh, it is uh, just too much <laughs> because this sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam he says the moment you think that you have the freedom to break them and you do things which are contradictory to what is expected at by these three dictates you know then he said that is dharma gland that is the <laughs> downfall of dharma you know whenever i uh, read some of these epics hmm. suppose ramayana or mahabharata or something or even if you read commentaries about them at some point they will have this description of how the day is filled mm-hmm. you know where they get up early in the morning that morning ablutions and then mm. how you do 
correct your day is actually filled mm. with innumerable duties which you do mm. you know if you're an agnihotri the, mm. the duties which you have mm. and uh, the sandhya and the other duties one would think that you know it's such a constricted life and there is no space <laughs> for any other thing mm. but i think the essence was mm. the people of that era or where swami would say that dharma was more predominant or mm. more uh, robust in that mm. era they never associated freedom with the idea of having a free day correct they never associated freedom with having some free time mm. Th- that is why there was there was no uh, hesitation or problem in following this kartavyam nirbandham and sambandham as swami would say no also i would think that every activity that they laid out for themselves was trying to constantly keep the mind focused on the atma like the moment uh, you do an activity and uh, see finally ancient man also was born he lived his complete life and he died maybe they lived longer lives than what we live, what we do today and we are doing the same thing the basic necessity of man is to be able to get food when he wants to eat to be able to sleep when he wants to sleep <laughs> beyond that i don't see the the requirement that man has has been the same over centuries the only thing is they chose to do it in a different way we chose to do it in a different way <laughs> but um, the basic requirement and activity is same and what i'm trying to say is the way they chose their activities was more attuned with nature it was more attuned with a spiritual way of life and which constantly kept reminding them of their true nature this is another important point which previously swami stated that man is torn apart between two things the laws of nature and man made regulation which he said earlier correct he just says now you are stuck up in the rut of sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam mm. and if you try to fight what this reality is you know and you are trying to break it then it's dharma glani like mm. you start creating all the problems and then probably we are moving towards something that we want the kind of freedom that we are looking out for is not actually probably in the mind that's again coming as an anchor that you know swami says again the freedom is at the level of self mm-hmm. you know and then he goes into giving examples of what is that by giving examples of swami swami pm sarupyam and sayojyam mm. the whole point is the last line that he says even when you reach that level of identifying yourself with the creator or the one who has made this entire universe there is no two so where is the freedom <laughs> exactly <laughs> so if you have to talk of freedom it is either freedom from something or freedom of yourself or you know it is a relative term i think that's what comes out very strongly at the end of this thing that freedom is relative i am f- f- more free than you to do something or i can do something which you can't it's just the concept uh, of the it's mind it's a concept of the mind and uh, uh, i think at the end swami comes out and says even at that st- ultimate state of realization you realize that there is only one in that sense freedom is the state where you have the freedom from the desire for freedom i think <laughs> <laughs> no but um, whole thing about samayam sandarbham that swami has told about these three sambandham nirbandham and kartavyam we see so many examples in swami's life for example person holding a high official rank is coming to have swami's darshan he would give all the respects that is due for such a person so you know although he is not bound to do anything but he respects that in the worldly sense he gives it importance and that's why tyagaraj also says samayaniki tagu matalu he says at the right time he would speak the right thing and what is required to be spoken at that time how much how far and what should be given i mean uh, so many lessons to learn when swami says my life is my right. message you know when swami speaks about kartavyam and the duty which you have towards your family towards the society mm. in a discourse swami says that you know a child has to listen to the father mm. the wife has to listen to the husband the husband has to concede to the wishes of the wife mm. and there are relations like this mm. the only condition in which all these can be transgressed can be broken is when god comes in between correct and swami gives the example the example for a son disobeying the father and being right Prahl- is prahlada mm. the example for the wife disobeying the wishes of the husband and still being right is meera correct and so many examples swami gives and the point which swami says here swami says that you know you are somebody you mm. have a superior mm. that superior has a superior mm. 
and we think that if i can beat my children if i can mm. uh, behave the way i want with those under me mm. that is a sense of freedom in in the in a sense saying that you cannot have freedom by taking the freedom of others mm. and the other thing which sami is saying is you know you have a one choice mm. that you cannot come out of this superiority and the whole prioritization mm-hmm. cycle which you have got into because by virtue of the you living the society mm. but sami is saying you can do one thing Hmm. you can only turn to the lordship of the god and then you can actually give up all this you're kind of extricating yourself from this kartavyam cycle that's exactly the point see the thing is when prahlada disobeyed his father he was in a state of realization where he saw the oneness in everything because he was in that state of realization what he did was right for a person in a worldly state of existence who is still bound by his mind who is still ruled by this thing uh, what he did was not right but the only time you can tr- go beyond and this understanding the moment he is in that consciousness of oneness that's where he was he saw god everywhere so it was just his heart his action was spontaneous so love without duty is divine so that is where love he, he, it was his actions were based on pure love because he was in total identification with the lord and so was meera she was not bothered she was in that state so from her point of view what she did was perfect right Be- from her point of view i am mm. uh, the point i'm trying to drive is like suppose in that moment when uh, karna was killed in the war mm-hmm. krishna says that this is the time this is the only time we will be able to kill karna, karna correct he says because he is trying to lift the chariot mm. and he has put his bow and arrow aside mm. krishna says this is the only time you can kill him kill him mm. and arjuna says that this is not right <laughs> you know we have we've taken a vow that we will uh, fight this battle in the dharmic way mm. this is not right mm. so then krishna tells him you have a, you have a choice between two things mm. either you kill him mm. as you are obeying me mm. or you kill him as an unrighteous warrior oh correct so you have only mm. that choice exactly and you are arguing from the point of being an unrighteous warrior mm. i am telling obey me as a devotee correct so when you bring that lord in between and say you know i am going to bow down only to the lord mm. yes i am in a family i have all these things but mm. my final obedience is to the lord mm. then your only duty is to obey the lord yeah, and so you do everything else as obedience to the lord exactly so in that constant state of oneness with the lord when you are constantly tuned with the lord every action you do is right there is nothing that you can do which is wrong because in a way it is beyond good and bad right and wrong but everything is correct because you do it as a spontaneous expression of love <laughs> so i think from freedom we have gone on little bit we took the freedom and liberty of going around a little bit but i think next time we should start with the discussion of these four salokyam samipyam sarupyam right. and sarujyam that's a very important point and i think a little bit of reading about it of what swami says and other discourses also will help sure in. so i think um, this thing about freedom and this uh, topic i see uh, there is another one page in this discourse oh there are two sides of this i am you know really wondering what more is there in this topic of freedom but for that we'll have to wait for the next week i think right so thank you vimesh for joining us no pleasure was mine and thank you listeners for joining us too and we will continue this discourse as saiprakash said next week we thank you for the company we thank swami for this opportunity and we with gratitude offer this effort of ours at swami's lotus feet thank you jay sairam You just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidityasnam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 10th April 2014 Brother Yomesh, an alumnus of Bhagwan's University, participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality, 1990. The clips played in this episode 
where from the discourse delivered on 31st May 1919 to listen to the next part of this program tune in same time same day next week please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org thank you and a loving sairam from prashant nilayam